having faith in ourselves. Often when we take those first, early, sometimes hesitant steps on the path of self-healing, what we can be looking for is parenting. It's almost like we desire someone to sit on high on a mountaintop and look down on us like the benevolent mother-father and tell us everything is going to be okay. And when we leave our healing, when we leave our therapeutic session perhaps, this magician will say some magic words and things will suddenly miraculously change in our lives. I know when I first started my healing journey about 10 years back, I was convinced that in between my weekly sessions with my healer, that they sat in a darkened room or in a forest and said magic spells that would transform my life. Seriously, I I honestly believed that I would leave a session and in between us meeting, they would do some magic. They, They would be working away on me. So I didn't have to do anything. All I had to do was show up for a session, pay a bit of money, go back to my life, do what I normally did, not make any changes in my life. And and in between our sessions, they would be magically working away for me. So it took me a while to realize that though the space may have been held for me, the magic that I was seeking actually lay in me and the choices that I made every day. The healing, the magic began the moment I left each healing and went back out into the world and into my world. That's when the healing begins. Healers hold a space for us so we can access that great inherent divine knowledge, that healing and that power in us. And at times they can guide us to the fountain we may drink from, the space we may rest our weary bodies in. At times they may also give us tools to help us move forwards through our dark nights of the soul. And sometimes they can just provide the hand of compassion that says I have been there and I have come through it and if I have so can you. When we start expecting our healers to magic away our issues or our pain, when we have a resentment that the healing is not fixing us, and yet we still refuse to look at those parts of ourselves screaming in pain, then really all we're doing is just handing over our sovereignty and power to another. If we expect to be fixed, what we're saying is is that somehow inherently we are imperfect, when the truth is that inherently we are perfect. We've simply forgotten that. We, We hand over our power, when we make the healer or the teacher our saviour and our devil. Because we will fluctuate, and this often happens, we fluctuate between hating them and wanting to be them. And I know I've been there. Some of this is a natural process of awakening. And it's natural that we, we look to someone or we look to be inspired and it's natural at times that that we we look to have a a dartboard in a sense for our frustrations but we need to be mindful we can replace one addiction with another so whereas before we may have felt that the job or the partner 
or the new wardrobe would remedy everything. Now we have placed that desire, that mantle on the shoulders of the healer or the teacher sitting opposite us. And the most important thing here to remember is that the teacher or the healer sitting opposite us is a human being sitting opposite us. And all that differentiates the two of us, the teacher from that person seeking teaching or the healer from that person seeking healing, is that the teacher or the healer has devoted their life to this. And they're able to hold a space for you because because they have devoted their life to this, they have deeply searched into themselves so that no aspects of themselves are hidden from themselves. That's the only reason why they're able to hold a space for you, because they've done the work. But in time, as, as we grow and we develop and we come to know ourselves, we are able to do that for ourselves. We're able to stalk ourselves. The, the shamanic communities will often talk about stalking yourself, truly coming to know yourself, all aspects of yourself. So when we forget that our healers and teachers are human as well, we're in danger of worshipping false gods. Because really the true worship lies in our relationship to ourselves and to spirit. If a healing modality doesn't work for you, it could be the healer isn't right for you. It could just be that the two of you don't resonate with each other. It could be you are resisting and not doing the work. It could be that there is another healing modality for you. So search and follow your instinct. It's not for the healer to fix our lives. It is not for the teacher to tell us what to do in our personal lives. What helps us gain back our power and our strength is to day by day make these decisions by ourselves and to ask spirit. Because your truth is your truth and others will only see a fragment of that diamond. If you came to see a healer because your marriage was failing or you wanted to change jobs or you were tired of being single and then a few weeks down the line when your marriage is still rocky, your job is still unfulfilling and you are still single, who are you looking to blame? Because the thing is, the more we change our inner world, the more our outside world reflects this. But we need a balance between the work we do internally and the actions we take externally. So all the meditations and the healings in the world won't bring a partner or a job your way if you're locked up in your house never getting out there. It's simple. We need to make sure that we're doing the inner work, but we're also getting out there and doing the work in the physical world, taking practical steps. And it's these practical steps that are the things that are most empowering because it's not for your healer to save your marriage. It's not for your teacher to help you find love. You may have blocks to love. You may be running away from speaking your truth. And so a healer or a teacher can help you heal and integrate those parts of yourself. And then that's it. The rest is up to you. In many indigenous communities, the shaman will heal. And then when the healing is over, the rituals will be passed on and that will be it. There is no hand-holding or back-patting. It is now up to the person who has received the healing to go ahead and act on those rituals to honour the work and to get on 
really, with the messy, incredible business of day-to-day living. I mean, the question is, why would we ask someone else to live our lives for us? Why would we ask someone else to make the most important decisions in our life? And really, why would we blame a meditation, a healing or a teacher when the decisions we have made for us have not worked out for us? Being in our power and true self-mastery means showing up for ourselves every day, not getting too dependent on a teacher or a healer or a meditation or a way of connecting, but through trial and error or finding our own way to connect with spirit every day, to make decisions, to make choices. We are autonomous beings and never let anyone tell you otherwise. Anyone who tells you that you would be lost without them that you need them to be in your power, whether they be a healer or a teacher or a partner or a friend, is not, in my opinion, being very truthful with you. And in fact, that may be to do more with their own need to feel powerful than your story. Because we are infinitely powerful and we do have the ability to change our lives, to align with all that is for us. It's perhaps not all that we want, but it's all that we need when we are on the path of the royal road. So no one holds the key to that, only you, and others can guide you, but ultimately it all rests with you. No one can give you that power, and no attunement, no meditation, no workshop gives you anything that wasn't already yours, All that this work does is it opens you up to what is already inside you. And yes, it may allow you to clear blocks that have stood in the way of you connecting with your own divinity and with spirit, but that is all. You're not being given some some secret code. You're not being given some secret magic that only this healer or this teacher knows. Too often people go to workshops and, and, and they believe that this workshop, this event is going to change their lives because they're giving, being given something that, that, is, uh, that, that is brand new. They're being given something that only special people have. That's not true. Authentic teachings, authentic events, authentic teachers are merely holding the space for you so that you can start to discover your own infinitely powerful nature. And any teaching, any teacher, any workshop is merely opening you up to what was already inside you all along. And it is very, very important to remember that because then we don't hand our power over. Then we don't go to a workshop, feel amazing, leave the workshop and three months down the line our lives have fallen apart again. Six months down the line, we've forgotten the work. And so we go back to the workshop. We go back to that teacher. And we're we're caught up in another addictive relationship. These teachings, these workshops, these events, these healers that we see are merely rememberings. It's important that we see that, that we know that. We have always been connected to spirit, to the divine. Spirit, the divine, the great mystery never, never left us. We merely lost our way. We forgot to work on that relationship. So any healing, any teaching is a reawakening, a remembering. And when we know that, then there can be no blame, there can be no resistance, and there can be no disappointment. 
because all is as it always was and you are now simply realigning yourself with that. Any sacred work that we undertake, any attunements that we decide to have, any workshops that we choose to go on, the intention behind them, it's important that the intention is to realign ourselves with our truth, to realign ourselves with what we always knew. It is that that shall empower us. It is that that shall bring us true mastery. So be it. It is so. For any further information and for further talks and articles and words and musings, please feel free to visit www.sacredspacehealing.org.